Hello and welcome to another episode of the Back to Warcraft podcast. It is July 15th, 2021, and it is episode 17. 17 of the Back to Warcraft podcast, our weekly special. We're doing this thing, man. We are doing this thing. The reason why I'm always laughing at the start is because we do this weird synchronized clap bullshit. And for some reason, Neo doesn't know how to count to three and fucking Neo doesn't know how to clap properly. Dude. And he's always like, he's always like, no, it's not synced up. Hold on. This is my time. And then you can come in. And he's like, and I, we have to do like 15 claps. And then I'll look at him after like the fourth clap. And then he gives me that look of like, let's go. And I'm just like, what the fuck? So Neo, hello. hello. We, we need a better system. Yeah, we kind of need a better system. That's true. But I don't really know how to do that. So what we do is like... You know this from movies, right? When uh, the director is having this this clap thingy in his hands, like three, two, one, clap. So you have the audio synced up. And uh, yeah, today it took like three attempts. But okay, first one was kind of my bad, but you also didn't count very well. That was one of the weakest approaches. Second time we tried this, you didn't even clap properly. You just put your hands together like this. There was no proper clap. I know a proper clap when I hear one. Give me a proper clap. That's a proper clap. Uh, stream didn't hear uh, the audio won't hear that, but that was that was a good clap. That was a good top clap. five, top five clap. Yeah, hey. but uh, yeah, I think um, I don't know. I just thought, <laughs> thought people were gonna wonder what the hell are they laughing at the start. But uh, if you're watching the video, that's just it's fucking funny. It's like every week, it's like every week we can't get the clap down. I feel like we're already failing. That's seriously um, that's the, that's the hardest part of the podcast. I think so. It's just <laughs> syncing this bullshit up. I just want to talk. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to, I just want to talk. We, uh, it's, it's July 15th. So if you're listening to this on YouTube, we just finished a WGL stream. I actually popped my cherry with WGL. I did the, uh, Giannis Grand Slam. And, uh, that means I've, I've captured every single major tournament, uh, to boot. Right. That Absolutely. puts me on top of top of the world, or what, what was that? Uh, you made a nice tweet. I don't know if you want to pop that up for the YouTubers, but you made <laughs> yeah. a very nice tweet today, and it made me happy. Yeah, I, I talked about this a little recently, right? That we can use our social media to to give praise to people who deserve it, and uh, I, I did indeed tweet after praising you in our little green room after cast. So I said, uh, only one and a half years ago, I met Ricky, and today he completed the Walker Three Casters Grand Slam. That is WCG, which you did because you filled in for us for a Moon vs. Infi game. Dreamhack, obviously, you're there. <laughs> uh, NEXT, you did as well. And WGL today. So that is something Carson can't say about himself. That is something I think Todd can't say about himself. Because I think he didn't do next. And yeah, that's it. I think it's only me and Remo and you now. Has Todd done a WCG? He did. He was with us in Xi'an. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, uh, yeah. That's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. I'm building up my resume. I'm getting stronger. Um, the only thing that I'm missing is the inevitable LAN professional cast. Yeah, yeah that's going to be a tough, tough task. But uh, maybe... That's the way... That, why you got to bring me down like that? Why do you got to say it's a tough task? I'm a, I'm a fucking Because we're living hire. in a freaking pandemic and there's no LANs. Good save. Good save. I thought you were making that about me. <laughs> no, 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 no. Cut no. it. You're on a tight leash. Tight, <laughs> tight, very tight leash. Speaking of lands, uh, by the way, we had a little announcement by Enter. I know that kind of screws with our topics because uh, 
I didn't really uh, prepare this, but Enter is announcing Alan and Kelowna and we'll be going there. Not as casters, but just as fans and uh, viewers, I guess. And I will be doing some, some social activity, like live streams on Insta or Twitch or whatever. I'm, I'm going to be your, your sideline reporter for that event. It's going to be in, a, in the Experion in the middle of Cologne. So if you're in Germany, come along, everybody. It's going to be a fun, fun weekend. Xload is there. Enter, of course, uh, famous cast is Slash, and a bunch of other people. So this is going to be this the first proper LAN in Germany since Iron Couch a couple of years ago. Yeah, that's cool. It's um, it's kind of like open to everyone. I don't even think Ente's playing. He's going to be casting, right? Exactly. He's just going to be hanging out and trying to run the run the tournament, um, which I think is is awesome. Uh, really great initiative there. Um, and yeah, it's about time we get a little bit back to normal because, uh, I mean, Jesus, it's just been so online. Our, I feel like our game has drastically changed with this online thing. I mean, online was always a thing, but like so many like major tournament finals have been online. And, yeah. and this particular game is it, the ping is so important that it's almost like we count them, but we always have that asterisk. You know, next to like, if this was a land, it would be a different outcome and, and we'd have different winners. But uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's been a while since that Anaheim land, which I guess was the last one. And that was 2020. Exactly. Not even the ESL Meisterschaft finals are real land as everybody's playing from home. Just we're in a studio. So yeah, the cast, the casters are there. The players aren't. What the fuck? <laughs> they should have swapped that shit. Dude, like to be honest, we're more important than the players. Oh, that's true. Well, that's true. Yeah. Kind of, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, of course, I think so. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm part of it. But yeah, hell yeah, you want to, you want to keep that seat going. You better keep flexing that <laughs> shit. You want to be, yeah, you keep that shit going. Of course, you are. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, this, this is gonna be super fun. Looking forward to seeing Scription and Toxie, two of our longtime uh, Patreons. Of course, Xlord and Wan, who we've met before. I meet Chehi again for the first time in seven years. If he's actually making it, we were together in in uh, Yinchuan for WCA. I'm gonna meet Armin, which is gonna be incredible. I hope Hippo can make it, but with uh, the Delta uh, COVID virus in the UK, not sure if that's gonna be uh, possible. But yeah, lots of awesome people and side, of course, can't can't forget about side. So oh my god, yeah, it's gonna be gonna be wow. New Hero is gonna be there. Ugri, I'm gonna meet him for the first time in I guess five years. Uh, Duro as well. I've got, it's gonna be a good, good time with friends and looking forward to that for sure. Um, but yeah, we have a big topic that is WGL and before we talk about matches and system and graphics, etc. Um, we oftentimes say like we're busting our ass, right? And the first big topic that I bring to the podcast here, Ricky, is actually my ass. Wouldn't expect that from me, right? I don't know where you're going with this, but I'm slightly have, aroused and very interested. <laughs> aroused and confused, I can imagine. So I turned 32 on Tuesday. And then we had this WGL uh, cast on, on, on Tuesday at noon. It went good. And I was sitting, of course, the entire time on my old ass. And everything went fine. The cast was really good, I think. One of my favorite casts the entire year. And then I got up and made some food. And then I sat down again to do YouTube and stuff. And all of a sudden... My ass hurts like crazy. It's like something, like the big sting. And it just didn't stop. I couldn't sit anymore. I did all the YouTube editing and all the socials, like barely, like standing up. And I thought, oh, Jesus, what, what the hell happened now? I, 
I busted my ass. I tore something in my ass. I have no idea. So I, I checked for hemorrhoids. No hemorrhoids uh, to, to assure you all of that. So I thought, okay, I put some, some medicine stuff on it and uh, take a pain pill. And sh- surely you put medicine on it. Yeah. Like, like some cream stuff that when muscles oh, yeah. are sore or something, you know, Oh I, yeah. I don't know how to say it in English, but you know, uh little preparation H on the rim, eh? <laughs> yeah, you know all about that, I bet. Um so yeah, I I went to bed and obviously I couldn't lay on my back because my ass hurt so much. And uh sleeping was really, really hard, so another pain pill, boom, off we go. And then I woke up the next morning and it was even worse. Like that's that's not how it's supposed to be, and I, I then uh, Remo messaged me like, yeah, my allergies are, are a little rough today. I might sound a little weird. I'm like, dude, my worry is that my ass hurts like fuck. Don't, yeah. don't tell me about your allergy problems. So I couldn't really sit longer than five minutes because it was hurting so much. So I was just begging for the production to go in-game so I can stand up again. Not hurting. Oh my god. Yeah. And now I bought a pillow. Like, it's, it's getting better, by the way. I bought a pillow... Like the one you get when you are ha- when you have hemorrhoids or something. So it's a donut pillow. Yeah, kind of like a donut pillow, a little bit next level. Freilagerungssitzkissen oh, yeah. right here. So yeah. yeah, thirty-two years old. Need an extra pillow for my ass. I'm really old now. Yeah, you know what? Uh, it happens, man. I have like I've obviously I've talked about this on the stream a lot. I have like a really bad back issues. And, uh, I've been trying to, like, I got a pillow behind me and I I think this is like a permanent pillow. I have to have this, um, because, uh, it'll just, uh, hurt me up, you know, like it's like lower back pain, but then it kind of goes to like my ass too. Uh, and I'm always sitting, like I sit in the crane at work. I sit when I'm on the computer, which occupies like 22 hours of my day because the other two are sleeping, uh, hopefully. And, uh, yeah, it's rough, man. I've never really looked into like creams and stuff. You are like retroactively, you went straight for the fixes. Like oh, you got yeah. the, the donut pillow. You, you really care about your health, which is good. Dude, it's my, um, like it's my job, of course, as it is with the crane for you and with casting for you as well. But I, I, I was just in a, in a panic mode. Like what if this stays this way? I have to cast WGL. I have to do the dream hacks, which is like 10 to 12 hours. I can't sit for five minutes. How am I supposed to do 10 to 12 hours? And I have to travel to Cologne. So that's like five hours in a train. I have to sit there as well. I was I was really panicking. Plus on top, it's like 40 degrees in this room. Because summer in Germany and stuff. So casting WGL this week. Hell. Absolute torture. For my body, but I think I think this pillow is really really good. I'm really happy with the pillow. Does it? Do you feel like the support? Like, what does yeah. it do exactly? Like, it just obviously obviously there's no weight on your tailbone, so it's exactly. all like on the on the outer side of your legs type thing. Yeah, legs and like the outer skirts of my butt cheeks, I think. And it's good. It's really good. Like instant relief. Like as soon instant. as you sat down, you're like, oh yeah. I do have some issues standing up at the moment. It hurts a little, but not as bad as it was yesterday. I, Yesterday, I took, I think, four pain pills or something. And today was oh just God. one, and that was very early on. So I think think I'm getting there. I think my my ass is going to be healthy again uh, the day t- tomorrow or the day after tomorrow. If this is the first time, you probably just sat on it weird when you were out and about on the birthday day. Like, you probably just leaned back on your tailbone the wrong way for probably. like... Tw- you could do it for like an hour and, and, and sprain it or strain it or I don't know what happens, but... 
Um, yeah, that's rough, man. But you know what? That's probably a good purchase. I might have to look into that too. It's really nice. Because like, like that's a like we're on our computer so much. Yeah. That like that might be a, just a good purchase. It's like, 30, like long term. Thirty bucks or something. Uh, I don't know how the longevity of this is, but of course I will report on this podcast. Big fan of the pillow. Uh, I, I'm a little worried that if I socialize on our terrace or something, I have to bring that pillow with me for a while, which will look really weird with friends. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think you're also the first person I I told this, except Remo, of course, who had to know. There you go. Yeah. I'm trusting you. Well, I mean, I, I, I'll, I'm praying for your ass there, Thank bud. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, more people. That's not this. good, though, man. That's like, uh, it, it's painful. And like you said, you're doing, I mean, WGL lately. For some reason, we got lucky today. It was like four and a half hours, oh, but yeah. it's been like six hours, six and a half. That's uh, a long time to be sitting, um, especially in the heat. Dude, were you getting like stressed? Because like with heat and pain, do you ever get like, wow, you just like rage out and like have like, uh, like heat stress waves and stuff like that? Not really. Um, I thought I might black out at one point <laughs> uh, because it was really hot and I didn't eat too much and probably drank a little too much. That was a very long day and a very long series. And these these guys there over in China, uh, they do five minute breaks max. But before we go into the yeah. break, like we see they 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 do a five minute break, but we still have to read subs and. Uh, advertise for for support like a little call to action and so we have a at max we are if we're fast four minute 30 break in between the series in a six hour to six and a half hour broadcast that's rough like even today we were like i i noticed right away that on our restream it was already starting the five minute break and i'm like oh he's gonna want to break so i'm quickly trying to wrap up yep. and then you have to like summarize but by that time it's already like 4 15 left and we're like we're fucking ourselves out of our break right yeah, yeah. so uh i i caught on to that right away i was like neo's trying to wrap this up because he's probably have to go for a smoke or he just wants to get up or something like that yeah. but uh yeah, you know case, what what, what... It, in this case like standing up was actually the number one priority <laughs> <laughs> that's so messed up dude i hope it gets better if you said it's already starting to get better then that's good and then that pillow will just be long term for for you which is good exactly. um you know what like that's the thing about chinese events man it's either like you have like three minutes or 30 <laughs> yeah. like there's so there's true. no <laughs> there's that's no so in between true. like like today it was like today it was like the fucking most organized shit i've ever seen in my life and then, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, we're just waiting 45 minutes for the next game. Okay, I'll just go fuck myself. But, like, yeah, it's just, like, crazy, man. Like, there's no middle ground. Like, what happened to the good old tenor? You know? Yeah, right. What happened to the good old tenor? Uh, sometimes I feel like if you put 10 minutes on the clock, people go away. I'm, I'm usually fine with a five-minuter. That's, I guess, max you can do in a broadcast because people just go elsewhere. Lots of people. Yeah. No time for a quick poop, though. I mean, five nope. minutes is not enough for a quick poop. That's nope. for sure. And well, if you have uh, diarrhea, maybe. If it just yeah, splashes if you just, out, if you just flush it out, yeah. yeah. But um, I get stressed, man. I need at least eight minutes. If I see a timer like with eight minutes left, I can make that work. Okay, it's a decent time, I guess. What do you yeah. do, like to? Do you read well, I sit, something? I sit down do and then a, I push. Or do you have? Oh a... no, I use I use my phone. 
Yeah, phone. Okay, so you read yeah, something, or do you play games, or what do you or watch YouTube? What do you? Do? I watch. I watch the stream. <laughs> I, watch, I watch the countdown and talk to the chat while okay. I'm taking a shit. Nice. Now people. Know I've done that cool. at least. If I've broadcasted fifty times, I've done that forty-eight times. Wow. Like if I'm talking to you and there's ten minutes left until the start a stream, I am definitely taking a shit while talking to you right now. Like there's a hundred percent. It's a fact. Thank you for asking. Now, now people know. Now people know. There you go. There you go. I'm a reader myself. I always re read news or stupid Reddit threads or something. No books. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Do you ever do the marathon with your uh, where you just like you check Reddit and then you check Wikipedia and then you? No, check, no, 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 uh, no. I'm a quick pooper. I don't need much time. I, I oh, I just meant with your phone in general. I was changing the subject. Like ah. when you have your phone and you're in bed, do you okay. do like the marathon where oh, it's yeah. like you check Twitter and then you check Instagram and then you check Facebook and then you check Reddit and then you check like uh, Wikipedia and then you, you just keep cycling that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes a hundred times in, in an hour? Um, No. Oh, okay. Well, I probably have a problem. <laughs> well, I, I did that, I guess, but I learned to not use my phone and the socials too much. That is horrible with Discord, by the way. I... I use my phone to constantly check on channels. Not doing that anymore. Very, very healthy. You used to read a lot of Discord channels? Oh, yeah. All of them. Yeah. I'm like that way now. Like, I'll read... I read everything in the gym Discord. You'll get there. I refresh it every 10 minutes, I think. You don't have to refresh. It's automated. No, I just mean, like, I'll open it, check, ah. and then, like, I'll check again. And it's so... It's so much... That I'll see like one to two message updates. Like that's how constantly I check it. Like it's not like 25 plus. Like you know when you check on your phone you have yeah. 25 plus you missed a bunch. It's always one or two. Like I might check Discord channels every five minutes. That sounds obsessive. It's really weird. And it's not just gym. It's it's everyone, right? It's all the channels I'm in. But I, I'm on my phone an unhealthy amount. And yeah. that's why I need uh, a social Help. life. Because uh, yeah, it's it's bad. It's really bad. Just uh, learn the lesson that I learned last month. Take it off your phone. You're not missing anything. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Any more of these YouTube comments, and I might completely fucking throw my phone. Oh in the yeah, baby, sure. WGL. Like this tournament so far, I really, really like it. Um, it's a lot of fun to be casting with Remo again, which we didn't do for like eight weeks or something. Um. So that is really cool. The games are really cool. We have a new system that we will probably talk about, but. I mean, I thought w this is no news, but apparently to a lot of people, it's still always news that WGL and Next are always Reforged Graphics. Like, do we still have to shove that people's uh, down people's throats? And I mean, people should know by now. How do they not know this? <clears throat> so the, the, the reason why I get confused, I can understand how people are hopeful that it might change because every tournament started with Reforge, including DreamHack, Reforge graphics, and then it changed, right? So I think people are hopeful, but at the end of the day, this is the crazy part that people don't understand, and I really want the people on YouTube to fucking hear what I'm saying right now. <laughs> there would not be a WGL if they didn't make the fucking new game, bud. There's no WGL if they didn't make the Reforged game with the Reforged graphics. People are like, why would they have this tournament and not have re and not have classic graphics? The game wouldn't the tournament wouldn't exist. This is a launch of a game of a tournament, WGL, hosted by Blizzard, to promote the new game. 
with the new fucking graphics. There wouldn't be moon versus focus tomorrow. It wouldn't be a thing. We'd be left in the darkness if this Reforge game didn't come out. So be thankful that a lot of other TOs are switching to classic. I don't even know how they're getting fucking away with that. <laughs> I don't know, but, but, but I'll do take it. it. But I'll take it. <laughs> But be grateful that you've still got some tournaments. That WGL is really the only one left. And next, yeah. And, so Nettie's is the and, only and, one. And, and, and yeah, Nettie's tournaments are the only ones left. But, like, fuck me, you know? Like, people are – it's crazy. Like, I didn't watch much of the tournament because it's very, very early for me. And I was working nights. And I was getting home basically an hour after you guys started. So I was basically just going straight to sleep. But it's crazy how these fucking whiners basically ruin – the entire mood of the week. Kinda, yeah. It's. I mean, it's getting better now. I think it was yeah. really just the first day that hit us really hard. Or me, at least, very hard. I'm not too sure how it is for, for Remo. So, we started streaming and everybody was were kinda happy because the design is super cool. With the stained glass, with the blood mage and all. But, of course, once we started this game, everybody realized, like, all of the people who didn't know this is Reforged Graphics, realized, okay, this is gonna be a week in Reforged Graphics, and they shit in the chat. It was annoying to a degree that, for the first time in forever, probably since the last WGL, we enabled sub-mode. I think last WGL, we had, for a brief period of time, we had emote mode only, because it was so bad. And now we had to go back to, to sub-mode only because uh, it's unfortunately true that people who are no subs are obviously not frequent visitors and they don't yeah. know as much as a sub would because a sub is obviously more connected to the channel, watches more games, is more in touch with the scene and with the tournaments. So everybody who just briefly visits, sees the graphics and just repeats a comment that has been stated 500 times in the past five minutes. So... It annoys us, it distracts from the game, it annoys other people who, of course, are not comfortable with that as well, but they just shut their mouth and enjoy the game. It just brings up the topic again and again and again and again and again. This is why we time out for that now, we delete messages for that now, just to get rid of that echo in the chamber a little bit. And then, yeah, of course, I think, so uh... it was the first day on Twitch, but uh, since we have a Twitch uh, contract that tells us to uh, like we're basically only able to upload content that we streamed on Twitch 24 hours after to YouTube That's so that's a 24 hour time window and the shitstorm we got on Twitch on Tuesday hit us again on YouTube on Wednesday so it was a double mm -hmm. shitstorm that was really annoying I don't know if you saw the stories that I posted on Instagram about just how many comments there were. It was like one minute of auto scroll just complaining about the graphics. Unbelievable. And our analytics took a fucking dump, by the way. Our videos, I think, got 50% uh, likes because people were downvoting it just because of the Reforge graphics, which we have nothing to do with. Yeah, that's uh, the best, guys. Like... Uh, screw you, Back to Warcraft, you and your Reforged graphics. Why would you ever do that? Everybody knows Classic is better. Like, yeah, dumb fuck. We know that too. We would love to cast in, Ref uh, in, in Classic graphics too. That's why we have Gre uh, Dreamhack on Classic. That's why we made ESL Meisterschaft go back to Classic. We, uh, we did everything in our power to switch tournaments back to classic and you fucking idiot on the internet who has no clue at 
all about anything, sit there in your chair with your fat ass and come to me and complain that I am responsible for Reforged Graphics in a tournament from a Chinese multi-billion dollar company. Are you nuts? Get him, Neo. Jeez, Get him, Neo. Fuck that yeah, annoys I, I me. Think, uh... And they also talk like they know everything, right? I know the oh, exact yeah. reason. I know exactly why this is a this is Reforged Graph now. Because Neo wants it. Because yeah, I enjoy not being able to separate a militia from a footman and a skeleton from a ghoul. Makes casting I think, super I think, easy. I think people call this a. I think people call this Chinese sellouts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck my. Yeah, life, we can't. Uh, we can't win. Obviously, it's a loud minority because uh, we understand that it's like 40, 50 people on a video with a thousand views. You know, on on Twitch, it's twenty to thirty people in chat when we have two thousand views. Like we understand, but. That shit weighs so loud. And like I said, it really just ruins the mood. What pissed me off the most, okay, was it was your birthday on <laughs> fucking on Tuesday, okay? And I remember tuning in early in the morning. I just got back from work at nights and I was tuning in for at least the first hour and a half. Maybe I woke up and it was like halfway through. I'm not too sure. But I was I was checking and it was sub only mode. On your birthday. And I was like, dude, like, it'd be cool if everyone was like, happy birthday. You know what I mean? Because you're like, you're the, you're the fucking goat, dude. And you only get one day a year. And I was like, this fucking reforged whining bullshit forced this channel into sub only mode. And I don't want to have to force subbers to say happy birthday. So I tried to unlock the channel. I, I, I coordinated with the mod team and I was like, I'm going to try to unlock the channel so people can say happy birthday. And I unlocked it and like three people said happy birthday to you. And then it just immediately floodgated again with graphics. And then Courageous put it back into sub only. Bless his heart, right? Yes. But I'm like, fuck, man. Like you kind of got robbed of your day. Like you're streaming with the with the boys. I mean, I consider the Back to Warcraft channel. I'm hanging out with my, my friends. Like, you know, like this community, it's your community. It's yours. Like literally it's your, it's more yours than mine. Do you know what I mean? Like and you were like shut out from that because of like a handful of morons. That's what I hated the most. I uh, don't don't worry about that, man. I really I seriously I give a shit about my birthday. Like uh, from Come on, everyone wants a little bit of fucking ball licking on their birthday. No, okay? seriously. You, seri I'm I'm not like that at all. Like from Monday to Tuesday like when it uh, called midnight I, I was literally working on wgl preparation until 11 30 p.m and then i went downstairs and saw damn the roommates are still up so okay that half an hour i have to spend with them and then it's like cake and they're singing and yeah i really hate birthdays man all the attention all the calls from family members all the messages from people that really like only care about you on that specific day of the year mm. not my cup of tea man i'm happy that's over yeah, true. But but true. nice sentiment get, like, from uh, you, man. Well, I was thinking about you, man. I was thinking about you. You know, I was obviously pumped about your birthday, and uh, I wished gift? you one before. I wished you one before the, uh, the the day started. What did I get? What's your gift? Uh, how about how about this giant empire that you get at the end of the year? <laughs> how about, how about my gift to you, you know, my treat. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I I was just pissed. You know, like I, I don't know. You might not care, but I personally care about my birthday, and I think I've done a birthday stream. Actually, I did uh, for Dust League. I think it was May second was my birthday. So 
Um, I looked forward to that. That was cool. I was wearing a party hat uh, <laughs> and I was enjoying myself and a lot of people were cool and I didn't have to put it in sub only mode. If I did, I would probably not have enjoyed it as much. So I got some nice messages on, on Twitter and Discord. So people were really nice to me and I really enjoyed spending time with Remo again. And yeah, uh, <clears throat> but it wasn't too pleasant. And then, of course, uh, this entire discussion comes up again. Like, is Back to Warcraft channel too heavily moderated? Are we censoring everything? Are all mods Nazis? Yada, yada, yada. We heard everything 10 million times. <clears throat> and, of course, we listen to feedback. But we do everything for a reason. Like, y you saw the difference between the DreamHack chat and our chat. And I guess everybody agrees that our chat is the better of the two. And that is due to the way we moderate this. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, well, I mean, our channel definitely needs moderation, not just because we get upset as the broadcasters, which obviously we should take number one priority. If you guys are ruining our, are impeding on our broadcast in any way, then there has to be change. And sometimes, man, the comments do get to us. I know I read the chat all the time, which is a really bad trait. It's a toxic trait that I have. Stop it, mate. But I read the chat all the time, especially during a live broadcast. I read all the YouTube comments all the time. <laughs> And uh, I haven't been able to shake that yet. But, yep, I've read them all. I've read every single, what's he doing here? This clown doesn't know anything. Ha ha, he got it wrong. Ha ha, bad caster, B tier. Where's Grubby? I've read them all. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, I mean, our, our channel moderation is fine. I don't even think we need to cover this topic anymore. Those guys do a great job. Exactly. Um, there is a system in place. There are rules. Uh, it's not like people are just going ham sandwich and banning people. There are actual rules. People are held account accountable uh, for every ban and every timeout. And that's a fact, me included. Uh, I've had my PP slapped a few times, actually, for a few yeah. uh, few times I went over the over the top. So I, I definitely think our, our mod team is killer. It's crazy how much work they actually do. The coordination, the teamwork. Really good it's people. fucking cool, man. It's cool to watch. I got a little tip for the guys on YouTube, a little... I don't know. It's kind of I. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We've been trashing YouTube. Let me just let me just say we love you guys. It's the handful. <laughs> of, it's it's the handful of fuckers. Okay, it's not you guys, but the but you guys know who we're talking about. All right. I just wanted to clarify because people are gonna be like, "Wow, they fucking hate us." No, we hate some, but not like ninety nine percent. Okay, go ahead, Neil. Sorry about that. So little, little disclaimer. Our channel videos always start with WC three then the tournament name, then the match, or the tournament stage in between, depends on the tournament. If it starts with WC3, it is classic graphics. If it starts with WC3R, it is reforged graphics. Can you guys get that into your head? And if you see that it's reforged, then sorry, but skip it if it's so painful to you. If it hurts your eyes and you can't see anything, or do it like in the good old days and just listen to the audio commentary. I spent my first four years of Warcraft just listening to radio. Make it up in your head. Use your fantasy. Use your imagination. Build the game in your head. It's not that hard. I, I agree. I don't think a lot of people knew that, but it's right fucking in front of them. How do you know what graphics is going to be? Starts with Warcraft 3 or Warcraft 3 R. And the R stands for Reforged. Did you know that? I was gonna say I was gonna say something else. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I've uploaded a reforged uh Next. video with Warcraft 3 though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh well, yeah. I probably didn't tell you because I never thought this would be an issue, but yeah, WC3R, reforged graphics. 
I, I put reforged in the hashtag in the description. Awesome. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's probably just muscle memory because I've been uploading so many and I just uh, didn't think about it. But I actually don't even think I've uploaded any reforged because I said uh, nobody wants to watch it anyway. So I'm no, not we got sure. good clicks. But like this, despite all the talks, we got decent clicks. And uh, if not, we have how many videos do we actually have on that thing? On that YouTube thing. Can we see um, that somewhere? How many videos? Yeah. Like total? Yeah. For Reforged or just in general? No, in general. Oh, is there a all stat? the videos there combined? Should be a stat yeah, there's gotta, there's gotta be. Hold on, analytics. I can't find it. Revenue: sixteen million uh, <laughs> total videos. <laughs> total. <laughs> 16 million, I wish. Dude. Per month. Um, yeah, hold on. There's got to be a way, right? Probably. We will check this out in a bit. Or, oh. oh, why don't you just go to the homepage? YouTube.com slash back to workout, and it'll say how many videos are total. Okay. Anyway. Uh, there are. There are? Sorry, go. Yeah, <laughs> how, how many? Did you find the number? Ricky, give me the number. Um, this is great. This is I'll great podcasting. Go ahead, go ahead. This, no, is, no, this is good. This is good. This is good. This is really important. I actually want to know. Hold on. Hold this on. is the content that people the... tune into. Dead air. Four four thousand three hundred plus videos. Wow. Plus four thousand. Yeah, over four point three. So it's it's less than four point four, but more than four point three. Six. So if you don't like this for this week, you can watch probably four thousand. 250 other videos and I don't think you watch them all so <laughs> ah, I know it's unpleasant for all of us um, I, th I think by the way that the biggest issue is the combo of Reforged graphics and the clean feed we get from China because that is of course mm. not as crisp as if we would broadcast it ourselves as if we were in game I think if you look at the ESL Meisterschaft uh, recordings everything there was a lot better and a lot more recognizable and a lot more vibrant and um, yeah just just cleaner as well I think the quenching mod that they use is kind of like doing things a lot better I noticed that especially <coughs> on spellbreakers who were just completely red in normal reforge and now their shields are colored thanks to the uh, quenching mod so the readability is a lot better and if this would be better quality i don't think too many people uh or n not as many people would complain but i guess it is what it is you really can't help everyone man nope. like uh, there's always going to be people that bitch also a big problem Dude, is these people no but nobody can help these people who are, who are complaining. no you can't help them uh, they're the people that are like, I ordered extra uh, mayonnaise and they only put three tomatoes on it. They're, they're fucking useless people. Uh, my point is that uh, I don't even know what I'm talking about either, but <laughs> I don't know. But uh, another thing that I think is deterring people is one, it's reforged, but also they don't have our overlay tool because for some reason uh, Netties is spending so much money running this, but they uh, didn't think once about actual production value because it's... Uh, <laughs> Hello? <laughs> like, uh, what do you mean you don't have a production tool? Like, do they not watch Back to Warcraft? I'll do a fucking seminar with them right now. I'll charge them, you know, an arm and a leg, but I'll teach them how to do their job properly. Like, uh, that's what I thought was weird was they they can't even get the colors matching sometimes. 
Yep, but that is an issue for pretty much every Chinese tournament, also Chinese streamers, like production value. But like top that, I'm just saying top that on top of graphics that people don't like. Yeah, yeah. And you're going to have negative reviews naturally, right? I'm pretty I mean, sure I'm also they had a better overlay before. It was probably a different production company. But I, I don't think they've ever done just they have just the heroes and then they have both uh, teams economy and supply at the top, but they don't have like an actual. I think they at least displayed upgrades at one point. Oh, maybe that's right. Yeah, maybe you're right. What tournament was that, though? I'm trying to look at that. Oh, wow. That was a WJLW still cast from home. Oh, boy, I was young. Mm, I don't know. We were there. Was it Happy's win? I'm not too sure. Maybe the year before. That was... Oh, what was the company's name? They were so good. And then at some point they switched and the production wasn't as great anymore. WGS? No, WGL. Oh, yeah. But weren't they formerly oh, WGS? No, that was GCS. But the the, the, oh, right. the the production company, the really good one was called VSPN. And then they switched to, I think, Billy Billy or something. But I, Oh, okay. Yeah, and then not the number one priority, I guess. What do you think about the system of WGL? <laughs> Dude, yeah, we we have like 10 topics on our list and we're already at the 36-minute mark Q&A as well. Um, system, I already voiced my opinion on, on Twitter. It's a round-robin best-of-two and it caused so many upsets already uh, with underdogs taking the one map because it is their map they take, uh, their, their favorite map. So a 1-1 one, one is way more likely than a 2-0 this time because there's no neutral map really this is probably the most exciting group stage we ever had like the former round robin group stages were absolutely horrible and really really bad um gsl systems oftentimes lead to one-sided matches throughout like especially in the winner bracket semi-final like the first round matches oftentimes very one-sided and sometimes the winners finals as well and then the lower bracket is where the games get better but then you don't have the big names anymore so i really enjoy this best of two also pretty quick uh, it's not too exhausting <clears throat> and yeah it's kind of weird that there is a possibility of a draw but i really i hope they stick with it it's amazing um Exxon said it's not that great for the players because uh, if you have fewer maps, then luck is more of an issue. But I don't know, man. I don't think luck decided a single game so far. Maybe one out of 18. Wait, that's... Exlord's Lord, Lord's terrified to play in Dust League, so I don't think he qualifies to talk about <laughs> major tournaments that he also drops out of, so... Fuck that guy. Yeah, I think that's a really good adjustment. I would love to see... Double elimination back for the playoffs. Um, they could start on Monday, then have an extra day and make three-day playoffs. I think double elim is so special. And you you could do it if you want to. That would be the only thing that I would change by now if I had a wish or something. If, if they would grant me a wish, I, uh, I would say make a double elim. Then we got the best eight players in the tournament for three days instead of two. Comeback stories in a double elim system are always amazing. Yeah, man. I, yeah, I, think, I, I think the biggest take in the best of two, like you said, is, yeah, players can get their desired map, but also it makes the best of two that much more important because 
if one player wins a map, it can almost devastate you with that tie. Like you have to win for a tie. And we're already seeing so many players get fucked over because they did lose one map. So I think it makes every, like, I, I think back to like Dust League group it, groups with best of threes. And there were so many maps and series that were just a waste of time. Um, like you said, because it was so one-sided and we just knew what was going to happen. Flash forward, if those were best of two and anything can happen and some of the weaker players got a desired map that could give them an edge, fuck, man, anything can happen now. Yeah. And we're starting to see that. Like, look at 15 Sway. Absolutely. Taking uh, maps. He's in a group. He's in a group with Foggy, 120 and Lil and he's about to take first place. And he's about to take first place. <laughs> it's absolutely possible that that happens tomorrow. If you hear that, um, you, the, the the games are prob- uh, possibly already done, so we're, we're talking from the past. But there was also an opportunity for Linguagua to do it after taking a map over Sock. Uh, Hawk took a map off of Lin. Like, this is super cool, and I think there's definitely a potential that this system gets implemented into more. Like, also, there's less possibilities of a walkover and if there's a walkover it's relatively quick and it has a bigger impact so 2-0 is way more important every map is way more important i i don't see the big never negative aspects of this of course for a player it might not be the best but hey there's 16 players and there's uh 500 viewers right so what counts more yeah exactly i agree and that is, like, dis- despite the absence of Fly, Infi, and TH, I thought at first, before the tournament started, um, this might be the least hyped I would ever be for WGL, but it was just instantly, there was electricity in the air, and I thought, okay, it's WGL Thursday, 12 o'clock, let's go, I see that intro, I see the stage where I've been, I don't know, nine times or something. Uh, this is just the Cathedral of Warcraft, and it will probably always be in the Chinese region and every time people are there and every time I see that stage it's a very very special feeling and yeah, of course I'm missing TH Infi and Fly but it's also cool to see new names rising like this absolutely flawless performance by Colorful and Chemico so far uh, Foggy doing great despite being on a whole different continent than all the other players I'm having a lot of joy also focus man what a baller dude becoming a father on the 14th and owning his match today on the 15th like boom just like that he just delivers well his wife delivered i guess but he delivers on the battlefield he could be my daddy (laughs) that's for sure the way he plays orc yum but uh yeah i think um i think what what makes it i mean if you look on paper you see like pcg and you see linguagua and you see alice and i think a lot of people don't know who these players are but you look at it you look at the groups and you go well these are super one-sided um and then you have foggy and hawk deliver you know one one against lynn one one against one two zero like this is good i mean foggy we haven't seen into the future you guys have but foggy's going up against laliat tomorrow and uh, he could beat him too. Walleye looking like he's a, uh, you know looking great, but anything can happen in the best of two. So um, he only needs a map I think as well. He doesn't even have to win. He only needs a map. The only thing that it makes me want it more is land and more consistent, like monthly, bi-monthly lands. Because look at Hawk and Foggy. Imagine if X Lord Hitman Happy. Uh, more players could have the chance to go and and see how they compete. You know, like I think you know what I really do think that these big finals need more than two Western slots at this point. But um, no, <coughs> like 
not as as long as it's online like who right would right, even play? right right like but in the off, offline well. offline offline i think it should have four minimum but would you take away from the local chinese player base or would you take away from the koreans local chinese or koreans aren't they the same yeah i mean the local chinese audience or the koreans um of course they I mean, want to have 12 4 is still a giant there's also gap. expenses like you have to fly them in that's so much more expensive than a chinese player who sometimes yeah, right. we you, should make it six some some sometimes you just have to give them a bus ticket instead of a one thousand dollar flight it's worth it though i'd pay for it <laughs> yeah i don't know man um, especially in this online format, like it's basically only fucking Hawk with Blade being banned for his absolutely mischievous behavior and his disgusting behavior last time in winter when he didn't show up, etc., etc., and didn't provide any credentials. Um, yeah, it's it's basically fucking Hawk competing. Hitman could probably, but I can also uh, understand that he's not showing up there. But yeah, everybody would love to see Land again, but we'll see when this is working. Last last topic about WGL. I asked this on the stream, and you said we're going to save it for the podcast. <laughs> but how are you getting these translations? Oh man, it's so because cool. you're getting them like on the fly. It's like uh, crazy. Someone in your ear or what? Yeah, we implemented the system. I think last WGL or the one before. Usually we had Wong in chat and also Vangolia. Uh, Wong, of course, the guy who does our translations for DreamHack and runs Golden Harbor, the news page. Um, and usually they translated in chat, but that was always a little off. It was delayed. It was also putting a lot of stress on them um, because, of course, there's then this other guy who knows Chinese and immediately corrects them. And this, yeah, there was wasn't a perfect situation. So now we have a Discord channel uh, with two native uh, Chinese, and they also have the clean feed. Sometimes their clean feed is even faster than ours. I have no idea how that works. Um, but Wong is helping a lot organizing for War 3 Station, for example. So he got access to that feed. And he's just translating for us if he's available. Like, of course, sometimes real life is more important. Sometimes we can't get <clears throat> uh, the translation. I think that happened once now, this this WGL. But he also keeps on telling us, like, okay, there's a technical difficulty. Uh, you need to store more time. He's like a mini producer when it comes to these interviews. Mm. Okay, like, here's an interview. We skip the interview. Uh, go to break immediately. Like Wong, Wong is amazing, man. That's really good. And so it appears like I am I'm fluent in Chinese thanks to him. So is he translating both, or like you said, there's like two people and him. So is one person taking the interviewer and the other person's taking the interviewee? No, 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 no. Whoever is around just does both. So he'll just say like interviewer with a colon, yeah, yeah. and then he'll translate it, yeah. and then he'll say focus says. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's perfect, because it's, like, really crisp. Like, it's on the fly. Yeah, it's super fast as well. Yeah, it's good. It is. It's Daddy good. like <laughs> And uh, I think for the Moon interview, we had Laden stepping in, because there was when, when Wong wasn't around, and the Korean cast of Laden came in and, and helped us out. That was super nice of them as well. And, of course, for Foggy and Hawk, we don't really need that. Hoggers. Damn, 46 minute man. Time flies by. Why are you always looking at the clock? Stop looking at the clock, man. I want to finish it in, like, around an hour. Why? What do you got going on? Dude, I want to sleep. Don't you want to hang, w- hang out? No. 
<laughs> yeah, we'll wrap this up. I know you probably have more, more sh- back-end shit to do before you wake up again tomorrow. Yeah, I just want to um, chill for a bit. Like, I had two days, three days of WGL prep, like, after the cast is done and YouTube is done. I do my statistics. I have spreadsheets for every day, for every match. Like, with tournament history and greatest achievements and ELO rank and ELO development and the results of the players on this patch against this race, against the players, previous encounters. And I have to dig all that information up, right? So usually I'm sitting here with pain in my butt until uh, close to midnight and do these spreadsheets to be prepared because WGL is special and I want to be as prepared as possible. That's why I'm wearing a freaking shirt on stream as well in 40 degrees. But yeah, gotta give it all, man. Gotta give it all. And today I could actually go to bed a little earlier if uh, we wrap this up in time. But we have a lot more. Right we have we have more questions as well. We have do you have an easy? Questions. Do you have an easy time sleeping? Um, none of my ass hurts. Like, but like as soon as you're in bed, you're sleeping. <laughs> no, I'm listening to podcasts. Or do you toss and turn for like an hour and a half? Watch some YouTube videos. I fall asleep to I don't know some stuff. Usually, I fall asleep the best to wrestling podcasts. I don't know why. Which one, Steve? Steve Austin? No, I watch. Uh, I I listen to uh, Figure Four Online Wrestling Observer. No way, the Figure Four Laglock. Do you know who that is? <laughs> yeah, Ric Flair. Woo! Yeah, there you go. Woo! He's wild, man. He's wild. Woo! All right. Well, I hope you get to sleep soon. You want to take some Q and A then? That was a good one. I think we covered a lot of good points. I think so too. We wanted to talk about DreamHack, um, but we can talk about DreamHack prior to the season. This weekend is the close qualifier. It's going to be a long day of Warcraft, Saturday and Sunday. We wrap up WJL and immediately jump into the DreamHack qualifiers. I'm very, very happy, just very quickly, <clears throat> that we see uh, DICE again, that we see Starbuck again, that we see Terra this time, that Spiral is back, uh, Starshape is back, Kevin Schwem, the freaking German legend, made it through the open qualifier. That was tons of hype. And uh, I'm really, 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 really happy about the list of players. Also, Darkness, that's a guy from the German community I know. And after the qualifier, he said, dude, I only wanted to sign up to to raise the numbers of participants, as Neo always says on Back to Warcraft. And all of a sudden, I'm in the close qualifiers. Like, I made it through the bracket. Boom, success story right there. I was so happy for him. And the entire Rocket Beans Discord was cheering for him as well. Um, that, That made me very, very happy to see. So, yeah, I like when you're happy. I, I'm I'm still very very happy. That's good. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I like the new faces. I, mm-hmm. I I it's good to see that we've been like really fucking sign up. You never know what's gonna happen. Just sign up. You never know what the bra- they fucking suck at making brackets. Just sign up. You're gonna play plebs. You're gonna get the free spot. <laughs> like you know, and then and then finally, you know, people sign up, and there you go. There, Darkness yeah. in in DreamHack. So as if we would lie to people, we always tell them the truth. Exactly. We'd never lie to you guys. Never. But uh, let's take some Q and A, and then and then we'll we'll call it a day. Let's go. Uh, we'll if start with, you uh, want to send in your questions, by the way, you can become a Patreon, and you get access to a special Discord uh, channel. And if you want your questions uh, for the podcast, then that is your way. You're missing out if you're not a Patreon. Just saying. Sign up today. patreoncom slash back to Warcraft. Okay. Question number one from Save Orcas. When can we expect to see Hitman competing with top Asian pro players in top level tournaments? Oh, that's a good question. You know, I am uh, manager of Dust Gaming with Hitman. Talk to him a lot about this. Obviously, I want Hitman to play in everything. And when I see 
him not i mauled and i get mad at him and then he tells me to shut up but uh i've talked to him about this i've talked to him specifically about wgl and other things i texted him actually right before this podcast and i asked him this question to get the answer straight from him and his answer was what oh this is from your podcast jesus people actually tune in for a warcraft 3 podcast run by you yikes so he didn't answer me um but i would say that if i had to get i swear to god that's what he said. i swear I, I had to uh you know i've talked to him about <laughs> i've talked to him about this and uh yeah well played victor well played the ping is an issue and it affects his confidence in a tournament, especially a tournament where top eight get paid. If there's 16 players, that means he has to come through a group. If he gets an unlucky group with the ping, he doesn't feel confident enough that he can actually win out to make money to make it worth it. Um, despite, you know, me saying, dude, you look at you still trash some of the top Asian players on Netties. But, you know, the Netties thing is a, is a big problem. Uh, another thing is he has a full time job. Well, I think it's a part time job, but he has a job. And these events run from three in the morning, his time until about lunch, meaning he's going to have to call in sick uh, for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or whatever. It runs throughout the week. It's very unfortunate timing. So I think it's definitely a schedule issue um, as well as a lack of confidence issue, but uh, maybe we'll chip away. Maybe one of these, one of these times we'll get him to play and, and play on netties and you know, I think starting next year with everything opening up, if we get that taste of land, maybe people just open up in these major tournaments, figure out a way to make it work. Uh, but as for Hitman, Hitman's a no-go, bro, until uh, conditions get better for him. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Follow-up question. Yeah, go ahead. I don't really know what this hype is about anyway. I mean, in Dust League, on relatively fair conditions, he lost to Alice, so he would just get trashed by Neo, even better Neo, people Neo, than Alice. Be, caref be, be careful, Neo. Fact. Hitman, Hitman will destroy. I mean, his his weakest matchup is against Elf, but uh, don't don't get mistaken. Hitman will destroy if he plays Net uh, WGL. Well, we'll Kidding never me? know. I only see the one result versus Alice and nothing else, so I'm judging. And this and this is why I keep telling him to play because there's fucking haters and doubters here, haters and millions and billions. Well, he never of people that this wrong, so. Washed. You're not wrong. Washed. You're not wrong. Honestly, I mean, he is a ladder hero until he actually shows up to something big. But I also think that he... Um, it's weird, right? Like, there is the ping problem. So if he loses, people can blame it on ping. So I also tell him, like, you have nothing to lose if you play a WGL. Because if you go 0-2-0-2, you could say, yeah, I'm playing on unfair conditions. And if you win, you look like a god. So... Uh, I'm not sure. It's a confidence issue. And then it's like a time... Is it worth my time? And for him... Uh, he'll play 6,000 games for free on ladder, but he won't play 12 games over a week. Yeah, uh, also, like, 3 a.m. Yeah. is really rough compared to what fucking Hawk do. For them, it's, like, noon. Um, so that's totally yeah, fine. I think it starts at, like, 1, 1 p.m. or 2 p.m. for them, right? So it's, like, pretty convenient. Yeah, and, like, 3 a.m. Or no, it starts, at, it starts at, like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it is hard. It's tough. It's tough. And, you know, uh, there's that. Uh, Follow-up question is, what is Ark doing? Is he competing these days? So I don't really know. I don't talk with Ark uh, anymore. Um, I thought you were best I friends. Know... For the podcast no, is, listeners, yeah. Speedy was shaking his head. Yeah, no, no, no. We, uh, we don't really get along. Uh, he talks to Carson, though. Um, we haven't seen him in the Weekly Cups. We haven't seen him play in anything but the last DreamHack. He dropped out of DreamHack um, 4. Yeah, so he so he played in summer, 
but he dropped out of fall. And uh, to be honest, when he played in summer, he was grinding netties under a smurf that nobody knew. And he showed up to summer and I thought he played really well. I thought it was the best arc that I've ever seen, to be honest, but it still wasn't enough. Uh, to make a dent. So he didn't play. And in DreamHack Fall, he decided to drop out. I never really asked a follow-up on why. Um, I imagine maybe it's a motivation issue. It could also be a scheduling issue. It's a lot of days off. It's a lot of inconvenient time. It's like during the day on a weekday. I know for me, I have to take a lot of days off work to make it work. So I can only imagine that maybe we got lucky seeing him compete then again maybe he's just demotivated didn't want to play i'm not too sure don't really want to put words in his mouth i can only really speculate uh but yeah arc won't be in dreamhack fall and uh it's a big loss man like uh he's a heavy hitter elf the good thing is though hunter is playing and hunter will be practicing on a cruncher type schedule meaning uh he's gonna grind the last week and then uh play on the qualifiers this weekend so We'll see how he does, but some semblance of an elf because I think, uh, you know, Hunter and Ark are really the only real ones. Saran, you know, he's going to put up a good fight. And then there's obviously La Brazilians that are coming in uh, to fill that that slot. But that's a big shoe to fill. I think Ark was a heavy hitter in the region for a long time, and it's a big loss. But as for why, I'm not really sure. Um, I'm not really sure. It could be motivation or it could just be scheduling, but either way, he doesn't want to be a part of it. So there's that. I think he's a little frustrated with conditions. I think even on flow servers, he has bad routing to that. And uh, he kind of blames it on the servers, but he's like the only one having these issues from his region. So it's, it's I don't know. It's a weird issue. Um, it's, it's really not a good connection for him, apparently. So maybe that just frustrated him over the course of a year, uh, maybe even a little longer. And that finally led to it. But yeah, you, you never know what happened in someone's real life. I uh, hope everybody is well. Also Amy, even though she doesn't know my name. But yeah, it's a cool family. I hope they tune in. I hope they still follow the scene. Ark, uh, kind of a US legend there. So would be would be tragic to lose him. I hope he comes back at some point. I see him in streams. Um, That's good. I see him in streams a lot, which is which is good. But uh, yeah, I hope he starts competing too because it's a heavy loss for the region no, and nobody wants to see that. Uh, Rinaldi with some questions here. He's got, Rinaldi, you typed these fucking JK Rowling novels and it's so hard to figure out where the questions are, but I did find them. I did find them, my friend, and we will answer them, okay? Thank you so much for for being a patron and, and engaging so much. This is great. Uh, first question, what made you want to be a TO? Uh, I was a TO a very long time ago. So, a tournament organizer, by the way, if people don't know what TO stands for. TO usually organizer. is tournament organizer, but he assumes, or he assumed it is a team organizer, I think. Didn't he say that? Uh, no, he said, tournament organizer. What, what he quote by Rinaldi, what made you want to be a TO? That means team oh. organizer, right? Lol, hope that's the acronym. Well, it's tournament organizer. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, he's referring to the team aspect. So I'll try to make this short and sweet. Um, I was a really bad player when I was 13 years old and I always idolized uh, the pros. And I thought in my head that if I could be a manager during Clan Wars, I can basically wield all of these different players, aka like power. You know what I mean? Like collect them and like i have fly now and i can like unleash fly and he will win and my team will win so it was always like a without having to do it myself i can send these players out like pokemon and have them do my bidding and win for the betterment of the team so i always loved that idea of like 
matchmaking and like he's going to be good on this map and I think they're going to play him. So I always love that like manager mode type thing. I always like that stuff. And I was always good at helping players out and listening to their problems because I was a young kid and who like was relatable, I guess. I just knew what people were talking about. I wasn't in it for anything but the players. So I think that's what you have to, you have to really love the game. You have to really love the players. You want to help people and you want to be good at, uh, I also had the competition where I wanted to be the best and I wanted my team to always win and every team to lose. And that's where it started. That's what made me want to be a team organizer. But then he explains tournament aspect, right? In the follow-up. Like, how do you get funds? Or some of the challenge best part? Is he talking about like the team the whole time? Yeah, about the clan. Oh, okay. So Dust has been around for twenty since twenty twelve. So that's uh, almost ten years in six months, which is very very exciting. Uh, so I started it when I was eighteen. I had maybe three hundred dollars in my bank account, um, and I just wanted to build a family of people that wanted to improve. Maybe there were youngsters like me. And they just wanted to be a pro and we would grow together and, and make it work. So your question is basically, how do you get the funds? Uh, my sweat and blood at the time it was Subway sandwiches. I was making fucking mean sandwiches to try to save enough money to go to lands and, and stuff like that. In fact, I'm pretty sure that when I was 18, I saved $3,000 wow. and there was MLG rally and I bought three players plane tickets i flew my no i i took a train because i ran out of money so i booked the hotel it was two hotel rooms for 10 people we were all room sharing 10 two <laughs> hotel rooms 10 people so it was the nightmare but it was great um i paid for that and then i flew out the the, the players and i took a 10 hour train ride to rally north carolina that's a horrible I did it because I ran out of money and I couldn't afford a plane ticket. And I, I'm pretty sure I had $150 spending money when I went there. Just like everything towards the team. And it was so bad. And I, I, I shouldn't have done that. But it's what, you got to risk it for the biscuit. Those are the risks you take when you're a team organizer trying to make it work with no funding. Um, because you got to be there. That's the way I thought. Like if, if you're not at the land, you don't exist. And I learned that right away because when we showed up and we actually performed, people started to realize who we were and blah, blah, blah. But uh, at the start, no, there was no funds. There was no sponsors. Eventually, we uh, hooked up with TTE Sports Thermal Take, and they hooked us up for a bit with free gear with some money to run some tournaments to get some shit going. But that was only a short time for a couple years. Uh, what are the, some of the challenges and best parts of being one? Uh, when you pick up a player who's like Diamond, because at the time we started in StarCraft 2, when you pick up a player who's like Diamond which was uh, SWS, one of our my good buddies, and uh, he was a team captain for a long time. And he's a diamond uh, cannon rusher. And then, uh, you know, two years later, he ends up knocking out Muslim from a tournament. That's some good shit. Uh, that was really cool. Um, just like the moments with the team. And, and I think I've had that with Neo too. Like when you just meet people in real life, like the lands are always the best part. Uh, because you kind of just like solidify this long-term friendship and like you meet and you have a good time and... Uh, just like the camaraderie, I think. And then like, he's asking, do you keep the money in escrow shared bank accounts? Mostly just PayPal. But like I said, it's, it's my money just going out all the time. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's rough, man. If you're a grassroots a TO team organizer, team owner, it's, it's a grind, man. And, um, 
if I could go back in time, I would save myself a lot of money and probably cut a lot of corners that I didn't have before, but I learned a lot and, uh, I'm still kind of grinding and it feels, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And in, in hindsight, you're always smarter and would do things differently or earlier or diff yeah, whatever, but, uh, made you the man you are all these mistakes as well. Yeah, and I, the reason why, again, like, I, t I wasn't good enough as a player, but I felt like I could, uh, I was a good, like, mental coach, which I still am. Like, I, I was good at, like, talking people out of series and talking them into, like, what their headset uh, mindset should be and trying to, like, relax them and prepare them. And when players that were at lands, I would cover, like, I would make sure they were eating well and sleeping well and not drinking. And they would drink on the final day. And I would, like, you know, I was good at preparing them because I was, like, you know, an athlete as a kid. And I remember eating well before a tournament and then waking up early and, you know, getting your breakfast and stuff like that. So I just, I was used to that mentality. So I was, uh, even at 18, and some of these guys were, like, 25. <laughs> I was, like, taking care of them. <laughs> it was pretty, it was fucking weird. But, uh, no, it was a great experience and uh what started that was me being 13 and just being obsessed with the game so yeah and just trying to get involved in some way shape or form uh this is a final question that we'll both talk to about together finally why did so many teams fall apart and go bankrupt especially back in the day for example what led to four kings demise stuff like that just using them as an example um unless you want to know the history or whatever did this happen just because of greed and fraudsters and bad actors i know a lot of players also played for free over long periods of time uh, where there were promised payments. Uh, unfortunately, this is like a huge problem that still happens today. This is not just something from back in the day, unfortunately. Um, I'll just say first, I don't really know much about the 4K situation. I don't know much about the teams back in the day or why they dropped out. I've heard that a lot of players on 4K never got paid. Not And never. I imagine it was just... I imagine... Well, I imagine they did get paid, but they're still... Like, they still didn't get paid. <clears throat> Do you know what I mean? So um, I think it's mostly just team owners getting in over their head, realizing that they're in over their head because they want to sign that player and then they just can't sustain the income. And then rather than just be legit and, f and admit you fucked up, a lot of people just ghost, a lot of people just disappear and the players are just left uh, with wasted time in, in a bad position. But um yeah, it's a shame. Like, there's a lot of different reasons why teams fall apart and players don't get paid, but it still happens today. A lot of tournaments are to blame for that too. A lot of tournaments don't pay players ever, or they pay, they pay considerably later, um, which is kind of ridiculous. But uh, as for like teams falling apart, there's a lot of just bad business people running teams that they shouldn't be running teams, getting in over their head and it falling apart naturally. That was all. That was an interesting time in esports, as everything was so new and so fresh. Um, to give the easiest answer as to why Four Kings and Fnatic and Sixty Four AMD do not exist or fell apart, the answer is obviously Trimble. There was a team organizer, and wherever he went, everything fell apart. That was the curse of Trimble. Uh, literally every single clan he ruined with his presence. So. That's, that's the short answer right there. And I don't know, man. People in teams and tournaments as well and still are to this day, I guess, super reliant on sponsorships. And now, of course, you see, I don't know, mouse boards with, with five different sponsorships and Four Kings especially. I think they lived off of Intel money. I mean, it was Four Kings Intel, right? And then if... Uh, when all these teams were falling apart... 
it was around the banking crisis, if I imagine that right. So this was a huge esports bubble, and everybody was putting a lot of money into it. Um, that like this. The, the sponsors took a lot of money into it, expecting this to blow up. The teams were investing so much, uh, unreasonably much, with, with money that they didn't know if they would still have that source of income one year later. Because unlike like a football team or something, you don't get entry fees. You don't sell much merchandise. Uh, I think it started around that time that you could sell players, but that was very, very rarely used. So... It, if the sponsor at some part uh, they says, "Yeah, sorry guys, next next year uh, we're not doing that anymore," and you you fail to achieve another sponsorship, then you're done. And another issue was not really 4K, but it's kind of related. Meteor Makers had an incredible influx of money. I'm ne- I'm not sure where this came from, but they for they paid Moon absurd amounts of money as uh, like on a monthly basis and of course everybody knew how much that is so in the next negotiations um every player looks at this fee that moon gets or and of course all um the fees increase so every clan every team was paying way above market value and couldn't get that back in so everybody made them made mistakes everybody was living on a prayer Everything was super uncertain. And then there was this one thing happening in the world, the banking crisis. And the sponsor said, uh, yeah, we don't have money for merch, like for, for, for marketing too much because, oh boy, everything is falling to shits. And the first thing that was cut was esports. Like if, if you have the chance uh, to continue sponsor a football club or an esports club, then of course you go with a football club because way more exposure. Like back in the day, you were lucky when you had a video stream as well. So that you couldn't even think about Twitch subs or Patreon. That wasn't all there. It was audio casts, couple of ESL casts, and that's it. So it was a very unstable environment. Uh, and I think also knowledge was just lacking. It was like people did that because it was their hobby and some were really good at it because i don't know they were just made for it or had a little bit of education prior to that but many people were just working in in positions where they never were supposed to be that is very different in esports now uh you you take people from i don't know espn for a broadcast for example and you put them into esports and these guys know exactly what they do does it still have the charm is another different topic, but a lot of people did a lot of things right because of lack of knowledge, and one thing led to the other, and then there's one uh, thing that you couldn't predict, and everything falls apart. That would be yeah. I think like as a team owner too, like I was, well, I still am, like the owner of Dust, so I always tried to build my because dude i've seen teams fall apart like left right and center especially a lot of the grassroots when i was like coming up like a lot of rival teams that we both started you know at the same time they would just drop like flies because they went in over their head and i i gotta say it's really easy to do that because like let's say a big time player like moon goes teamless as like in your head as an owner you think if i sign moon we made it and some people do think that and they'll just say you know what like it doesn't matter pay him whatever and it won't matter long term because we're going to get all the sponsors and we're going to get all the money and you know a thousand dollars a month is going to be nothing but then you know they can't even afford to do that but then they sign that player for a month 
And then, wow, what do you know? You don't have to be the best player in the world anymore. You have no marketability. You're not doing any marketing. And then they can't hold on to them. And then there's all their money wasted on that big time player that they thought was going to be their saving grace. But they didn't know that that's only one piece of the puzzle. You have to also market and social and, you know, you have to utilize that asset. So they just get in over their heads and they spend more than their means and they fall apart. So I think for dust, it's always been a grassroot. Like I've kept, I did pay salaries for years and it was always very low. It was not meant to quit your job and play for dust gaming. It was just to help with a little bit of scratch, but it was a means that I could always sustain no matter what. Uh, it wasn't a way to get in over my head. Players knew that if you came to dust, you might get a little income, but you're not going to be like rich. You go to EG for that. You know what I mean? So um, I think the key is to just have sustainability and use your head to make decisions and, and, think long-term. And I think a lot of these owners, especially back in the day, were in that get rich quick mindset. And they thought this move will do it or this move will do it. And they were at the end of the day, it's just incompetence and it's just going in over your head. And I think we saw teams just do that left, right, and center. And, and that's why they're not here anymore. But like you said, it's a lot of people that shouldn't have been in those positions, making those calls, making those calls back in the day. And uh, a lot, also a lot of shady shit. Yo, you know, there so was some many scammers, dude. And there was just people who just straight up had no intention of ever compensating the players and just trying to get as much money as they could and then dip. Uh, don't get me, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of shady ass people still to this day, but definitely back in the day before social media could expose them. And back when, you know, a WCR post was the way to get their name out there, right? There was no Reddit and, sh and shit like that. But um, I definitely think, uh, yeah, just a combination of, of really bad turn uh, team organizers, team owners in, in the wrong position doing some shady shit. Because keep in mind, there were still really good teams out there, like Complexities, Fanatics today, um, Team Liquid. I mean, just a lot of teams that made it through by doing it right and and uh, and staying true to their, their selves and stay true to their community and players. So uh, it's not all shady. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely, that's definitely a reason why back in the day so many teams fall apart. Hope you enjoyed that answer and it was uh, satisfying for you. If you want to send in your questions as well, if you want to be part of that special channel in Discord or these special channels in Discord, if you want to have early access to this wonderful podcast, if uh, you want to get recommendations what music to listen to or what movies to watch from the excellent taste that Carson, I, and Remo have, then the Patreon is clearly for you. Boom, there it is. Starting with the tomato pledge with the two euros a month, or you can save 10% when you pay the yearly uh, amount right away. Gets you access to the Discord. Theorycraft gets you early access to the podcast and the Q&As. Uh, coach level gives you the monthly recommendations and priority on that tier. The wonderful, wonderful profit tier gives you invite to monthly custom game evenings, always last week of the month. Replays analysis if you want to. Shoutouts at the end of the streams. And if you are going to the Midas tier, there's only eight left, everybody. Come in quick if you want to grab them. You get coaching sessions with Remo and Carson once a month and the wonderful, beautiful Back to Warcraft VIP chat badge on Twitch chat. And now Ricky will tell all our wonderful Patreon pledgers that they are awesome. Go ahead, Ricky. Yeah, of course. Uh, we got some new ones this month, which is really exciting. Shout out to our profit tier, Don Delari and a newbie, Burning Blades. Uh, excited to see him. He's a big uh, contributor to the Dust League, for 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 example. Uh, it's kind of crazy. Our Midas tier, which is Teggy, Scription, Save Orcas with some good questions today. Uh, and my boy Nino and Padrut, uh, Jay Gats, 
Grinchy Mane and Toxie. And uh, yeah, our golden goat, which is Canuba Quakes. The one. The excited young. to see you guys. I'm excited to see the new faces in our, our custom uh, game evening. We should be doing that uh, momentarily. So, All right, everybody. That's the podcast for July 15. See you next week then with the results of WGL and a lookout to a preview to DreamHack Fall. Have a nice week. Be gentle. Bye-bye.